0: David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton.
2: It is Monday, December 27th, 2021, season 17, episode number 85. Welcome to the very latest edition of The Break. We are live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We are done with Christmas. And the Cowboys have given everyone a really, really nice Christmas present yesterday. They gave Amber that game that she's been asking for for the last several weeks. A 56-14 beatdown of the Washington football team, benches and all. And uh, and I like Nick's tweet bench please like that was really that was that we should have used that as a headline after the game that would have been pretty uh, pretty perfect but we're gonna break down the game for you guys tell you guys what went right and uh, if there was anything that went wrong for this team. Uh, so let's start, Nick. We didn't get a chance to get 84 last week because we didn't get a chance to do our show. You want to give me an 84 and an 85 real quick to get us kicked off here?
3: I've always been a big fan of Joey Galloway. Yeah. Uh, 84. I know there's some other great tight ends that were 84, but I like, I like <laughs> Joey Galloway myself. I love how our personal things kind of filter into things sometimes. I got no issues with Doug Cosby. like Doug Cosby. 85. Remember Ernie Mills? Yes, I do. Yeah, or Arnie Mills. Yeah. I liked him. I did too. How long yeah. was he here for? Like two years. Two years. You got
2: eighty-five. Noah Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave keeps it real simple. It's, Who's here? That. Who's the here?
4: one. yeah, I think he's the only guy that's worn it that I can think of the whole time
2: I've been here. How yeah, about than Darren Cheverini, I remember the name. <laughs> I remember the name. All right, all right. Let's get right into this. You're stuff. not going to go with PC. Patrick Creighton? 84. Creighton was good eighty four. He was 85. Was one of my favorites? I like Patrick just as a person. Cool guy. All right. All right, let's jump right in. Cowboys win fifty six fourteen. Uh it was a it was a game that was um I don't know, just everything about it just seemed to work. Uh but let's start first with some storylines. Big picture storylines. What do you think coming out of that game? Game's over. Cowboys win fifty six fourteen. What's your first
3: thought? Nick. They can win the Super Bowl if they play like that. I mean, I'm so I mean, you can though. I mean, that's that's not too far-fetched. If you play like that, you're going to beat any team maybe other than the AFC Pro Bowl squad. I mean, that was a, that was an absolute perfect type game. That doesn't mean they're going to play like that all the time. There's better quarterbacks, better teams, better offense that will challenge them. Then. But if you're going to dominate on offense, defense, and special teams, you dominate all three. This team this is a team that can go and win win games and get into the Super Bowl. That's that's how good that they are. Will they do it when it counts the most? We'll see. But man, they have they put it out there. Amber.
5: It ain't that hard. (laughs) Is it? It is not that hard. (laughs) When you have the talent every week. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I've been complaining about. We know the talent that's there on offense, on defense, even special teams, they showed up last night as well. Kellen Moore, we know he has talent. So uh, this is what I was waiting and complaining to be to see to see finally. And it's not that complicated. Once they're clicking, it's freaking amazing. And I was probably that was probably the game I've enjoyed the most. Just sitting there, I had my feet up, my laptop on my legs, watching the game, enjoying it. No sweating, no nothing. So. I expect the Cowboys to take this win and carry it over the next few weeks and hopefully that's something that's that doesn't go away with Arizona coming up next week and I know we'll talk about it later in the week but this is a great start to end the final regular season.
2: Dave
4: Embar reminds me of my dad a little bit. I know that, that sounds weird, but my my dad is only happy if his team is just blowing the doors off of the other. Like, <laughs> if it's if it's if it's remotely close, he's like, these guys are stressing me out. I can't watch this. I'm like, you chose the wrong league to be a fan of. If that's the only way you're going to be happy, but you're right. I mean, they, I mean, that's about as perfect as you can play a game of NFL football. And like, they've beaten down four or five teams this year. And this still felt like it was in a different stratosphere than those games. Uh just beginning to end ass whipping. Um, that you just you get you typically get those like once a generation in the NFL. And it, it's special that the Cowboys have managed to do that a handful of times this year. I yeah. mean that don't take that for granted. Uh Nick's Nick's totally right. Um You had the wonderful analogy last week or whenever it was that it was like they were playing a guitar out of tune. Well, they they tuned (laughs) up. They tuned up. And, I mean, with what the defense is doing, I wrote about this last night, like, ho-hum, ho-hum. They only had two takeaways and still scored a defensive touchdown. So, like, they're still doing that. And the offense did what it was supposed to do. Didn't even really have to change that much. Like, CD makes some tough catches instead of dropping the ball. Dak throws some – fan. he puts it on the money, uh, which is something he hasn't been doing as consistently, but it was there last night. And when they play even close to that level of potential, I just
2: – I think they could beat anybody in the NFL. Yeah, my, my big picture from that game is really just this defense is great. They are great. And I love watching them play. Um, I tweeted during the game – You know, after they scored the first touchdown, I was like, all right, I don't really need to see the offense anymore. Just put the defense out there the rest of the game. And I just want to see them because every play, you're looking like, who's going to do something? Who's going to do something? Like, they are so much fun to watch because they have so many playmakers. And all their playmakers are making plays all the time, and so it's just a it's just a fun team to watch from a defensive standpoint. And the part I love the most about this team, and I think it was on display last night, when the defense is clicking, I think everything else will click. I think this defense has the ability to be able to be the catalyst for everything else. It started with that interception with Trayvon Diggs, and from there the route was on. Yeah, and, and that's what I love about this defense. This has become a defensive team, and that travels in the playoffs. I love that about this team right now.
3: I don't think the Cowboys are going to get a Defensive Player of the Year award this year. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they got two guys, though, that are worthy of it that are probably going to split some votes. Yeah, Because I think Trayvon Diggs, you know, we see what Parsons is doing. But Diggs should get some consideration as well. Um, obviously, 11 picks is amazing. It ties the Cowboys for a record with Everson Walls, uh, which I'm sure he'll have some things to say today on Mixed Shots about yeah. that. But... Um, you know, he's traveling with their best receiver. He's taking away your best option, or at least trying to. And so that right there is, is, is helpful. And then you're getting picks on top of it. I mean, he, he should get some some votes as well.
2: You know that he had, he, they had, t- between the two games they've played against Washington in the last three weeks, uh, there have been 10 targets to M- uh, McLaren. McLaren only played the first half of that last game. He got hurt in the first series of the second uh, half. But he, they've had 10 targets to him he's at one in, what uh, one completion i mean so it yeah exactly so i mean this is this is you talk about taking the top guy and he was doing it earlier this season too he was taking the top guy every mm-hmm. week and none of those guys were having great games and so people can talk about his stats and he gives up yards and all this i don't care the guy gets turnovers he makes plays. He has over 20 pass defenses, which is, uh, I think that's the first time in NFL history, history someone's had 11 interceptions and 20 pass defenses in the same season. Like, he is having a remarkable season, Nick. And but for the fact that he's overshadowed shadowed by Michael Parsons, <laughs> I think he would be, like, there would be a lot more
4: people talking about right. him in that discussion. That's insane. And I agree with you, but that's insane, though, to say that he's being overshadowed yeah. by anybody yeah. because he has a chance to tie an NFL record that has stood since before the Super Bowl I mean that's the type of territory that he's in and it, 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 it it's crazy the degree to which he's kind of been discredited and I think a big in my opinion a big part of it's just that he plays for the Cowboys people if you don't love the Cowboys you hate them and you're like well so what if he's got picks he gives up yards and he just 11, I mean 11 interceptions I'm looking at McLaurin got targeted six times last night caught it once just total non-factor in that game, and I get it. The Washington doesn't really have a great quarterback situation, but I don't care. It's impressive. Yep. Well, you
2: got surprised they went after him that first play.
4: Yes. Yeah. In the way they did. Not, not only did they like Washington ran double goes. Kelvin Joseph was carrying the exact same route on the other side of the field. First NFL start, first snap out there. At the very least, test him. Yeah. Like test the rookie, not. The all- Not Trayvon Diggs is going to be all pro when the season's over. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, we got this. We're going to, I'm just going to chuck it <laughs> up. Yeah. It's f- stupid. And like, everybody, Diggs couldn't believe it. I think every player got asked about it and they were all just like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, why?
2: why? Why even chance it? If you're going to test him, you think you try to bait him. Like, you try to work him throughout the game and then get him into a situation. You got him thinking one thing and then try to get him. I don't know why they thought that would be a good idea to start the game. But 14 is the record. Think he's gonna get there? He's got two games. He needs oh. three interceptions. Think he's gonna get there? That's a lot in two games. <laughs> night
4: train
3: lane. Night train lane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, like that record's been around since like running the backs. Yeah. It's amazing just yeah. to, just to say Trayvon Diggs at night train lane.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that even <laughs> sounds funny. Yeah,
4: I mean three in two games would be wild, but Kyler and I, I'm not, I would be surprised, but I'm not gonna bet against them. Why? Yeah, Kyler I mean, and Jalen will Hurts. Give it to you know. He's had He had three against Hurts yeah, last they, year.
3: Dale will give it to you. That yeah. would be fun. I'd like to just him to get 12 for sure, you know, break the record for the yeah. Cowboys. That would be cool. And Everson Walls, we did talk to him about a, a last week, and he, he said, hey, get it, but no one's ever going to take my rookie record. You know, He said, no one's going to break that. Because so, Everson got 11 as a rookie, yeah. so he's got – The record and a rookie record, he's like, so nobody's coming into the league. I'm not being erased from the record. No, no, yeah. There will not not be another player to come in as a rookie to get 11. And if he is, I guarantee he's not undrafted from grambling.
2: Like, (laughs) that that
3: ain't (laughs) happening. All right, we're going to take our first
2: break. When we come back, we got to talk about this offense. We're going to start with Dak and uh, the day that he had and how he performed. And more importantly, what was different for him yesterday? Because it did seem like there were some things that were a little different. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio.
6: Work. hey jay that's my line <laughs> well not today get to work with a john deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget visit unitedaginturf.com
0: before there was a draft you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors the crease in his hat the bend of his brim and his unbending attitude a man stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him it projected a rugged unstoppable spirit Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys, and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar and a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back to the
1: break.
3: Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboy fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life. Starts at just $20. You join now, get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit dallascowboys.com slash united for details. Welcome
2: back to the second segment of The Break Life in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the start, we're talking about the Cowboys' victory over the Washington football team. They win 56-14. to That still just sounds weird uh... to say. like I, if I'm on a college football yes. show that that is not like, an NFL score I
4: that's how I felt last night was like you know LSU's playing Sam Houston right, State yeah. and like midway through not the third Sam Houston but no of, of course yeah, not sorry directional you it all doesn't right, I'm not picking on anybody <laughs> but you're just you're like all right let's get the freshman in here let's yeah. see what the young guys can do and they even score right
3: <laughs> you get Malik Turner out there just yeah. like running up and down the field Malik Turner I, I thought he was gonna house that thing yeah he, he, he was not gonna go down yeah that was the that was that, that was I'm just, just the epitome
4: of like, the Washington's checked out of this game. They're demoralized, and Malik
2: Turner's like, I'm, I'm putting yeah, stuff on tape. Yeah, yeah, I got, got stuff. Yeah, things to accomplish here. <laughs> Let's talk about one Dak Prescott though. I think yesterday we we got to see Dak. Uh, if you thought he was in a slump, which I don't know if I call it a slump. Uh, but if you thought he wasn't playing his best football yesterday, he got a little back, a little bit closer to where he was earlier in the season when he was playing really great football. He was 28 of 39, 72% completion, which is, I think, the, the most important thing. Uh, 330 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Talk to me about Dak Prescott. <laughs> he's back,
4: baby. I, which I just I laugh at the kind of quibbling, and it almost sounds superstitious where yeah. he's he, he's like. I, I never called it a slump. Y'all called it a slump, but I haven't been playing my best football, and now I'm that would be I'm easy. just <laughs> like that's kind of what that means. But hey, whatever, whatever <laughs> makes you feel better. Um, Semantics, yeah. Semantics. Uh, but not he he was incredible. He yeah. looked. I mean, that was that was Dak at his best. That was Dak playing like an MVP candidate. That was the guy that we saw for the first seven eight weeks of the season, including Atlanta. But even like they beat Atlanta down, he didn't play that great. I mean, like I mean. He played very well against Atlanta, but he that was maybe his best game of the year or yeah. certainly top three along with, like, New England and Tampa probably. Um, I mean, he just, he was putting it on a dime. He had, had that throw to CD, the crosser over the shoulder. I, I don't know what else you want me to say. He looked, he looked amazing.
3: So, yeah. Go ahead, Good. I just thought he, he was a complete quarterback too, you know. I mean, when we noticed it very early in the game, it, even though it doesn't – doesn't just jump out on the stat sheet. the the runs, the him running the ball for a first down here and stepping up to the pocket and getting your seven eight and sliding and getting out of there. and I thought all of that was kind of back to what type of quarterback he can be. He does not have to be this this dynamic runner that's going to go and get a hundred yards rushing and all that stuff. He's just got to be a guy willing to do it. and I thought last last night he did that. and then that opens up a lot of things. I mean, the 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 best play on top of that is the third and seven it's like with 21 to seven the game's you know is washington's trying to get, stay alive in this and he he looks like he's gonna run the defense sucks up he throws it over to Gallup for 41 yards and then that kind of led to another touchdown i just thought his ability to run was was important last night he looked like himself in my opinion i, I mean he he ran for
4: 21 yards and yet like we've been saying you don't have to I don't need Dak Prescott to run for more than 10, 15 yards in a game, but the ability to do that, to extend plays, and then, yeah, the the scramble throw to Gallup, um, I mean, I just think that's such a staple of his game that we haven't been seeing consistently over the last five or six weeks.
5: You know, and trying to figure out what was different, it makes me wonder, okay, did he play better because everybody else was playing better in the offense as a whole, or did everybody else play better because Dak that- was playing better, but then at the same time, you're like, okay, you don't necessarily need to put the two against each other. You know, they're a whole unit; they play as a whole. I think that everyone was just working right. You had the running game, you had the tight end position doing well as well. the The O line, I nothing stands out. Do you guys have anything that stood out that was necessary? I mean, there was one play, but. In general, they did a pretty nice job. Uh, Steel getting in the end zone there was freaking amazing.
3: There's so many things about that that was just awesome. Like yeah. so many, I mean, Steele scoring a touchdown, um, spiking it into the stands. I think the best part is that if you saw on the TV, I, I don't know if it, you saw it on the on the that on the TV the um, angle when they're kicking the extra point, Zeke is in the end zone running. Across, because he went and fetched the ball from the fans and told the fan, "We're going to get you something else or whatever." Because made sure he got the ball for Steele, yeah. you know, something that Steele wasn't thinking about in the moment. No. He's so excited, he just scored a
2: touchdown. He it, spikes it into the stands, and he's going to want this ball. Later, right. right?
3: I think Zach Martin said that last year, um, Zeke scored and gave him the ball, yeah, and he kind of, you know, just kind of threw it down and spiked it, and they were all getting onto him about. That was a terrible spike. I mean, you, you know, bring some authority. Uh, that was why he. So I was like, all right, you know. He said he yes. catches that. He's never dropped that but that pass in, in the in the um, you know, in practice or whatever. Yeah. But I thought Connor was he the
2: seventeenth person to catch a touchdown at the time. Yeah, right. No, 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 or, no, no. To have a touchdown. No,
3: D. Law. Broke the record at 17. Okay. The record was 16. His he return. Broke it his seventeen was 18. Steel was 18. He's, 18. He's at 19 now. <laughs> Colston was 19. So. And I still haven't gotten only, my guy McGovern in the only end. Only
4: 12 of the 19 play offense. <laughs> seven different non special Is that a record? Are, I, I don't I'm know, guessing but.
2: that has to be a record, right?
3: What are, we, what are, we, are we doing, are oh, shit, we doing LSU stuff <laughs> you in wanna, here? Can Good. we
2: do Can we do a, a Joe Burrow segment, Danny? No, you we're wanna, not oh, doing okay. a Joe Burrow segment. No. Get out of here! Amazing. Like, what are y'all talking about? Get out of here! <laughs> no,
4: what I really came to say was, hey, listen, I've been saying that Danny a top ten defense. For you have been playoffs, saying that.
2: Okay? I got nothing to say. For those that didn't, couldn't hear him on the mic. That was Danny McCrae. Danny McCray interrupting our show. Is that that called a show bomb? No, we're on. on. (laughs) You just think we're sitting around the table
4: having a conversation?
3: Oh, we always
2: keep
4: it. Hey, Danny, we, we,
3: we do the show in the studio. (laughs) he's right though he
2: is right we had that conversation the three of us had that conversation Danny and
4: I have been arguing about this defense since training camp like every day I come into work and he's like top 10 top 10 and I'm like Okay, buddy, and like over the course of the season, I've been
2: like, oh, okay, and now I'm just like, you're, you're right. I got nothing. Yeah. But I got let's nothing be honest, you. I don't think even he thought they would be as good as they are right no, now. No, nobody like, did. Anybody could have imagined. It they goes are back what they to are now. what
4: I mean. Even even the people that were banging the table for Micah, like the big diehard draft Micah people, yeah. even they had no idea what yeah. was coming. I mean,
3: you could never have predicted how successful they've been.
0: Yeah, Dan I mean,
3: Quinn is just a remarkable. Defensive coordinator. I don't like think I was. Yeah, I don't think I was in the category of bang the table for Micah Parsons. I did. That was the guy I wanted them to draft. But no, I didn't. I didn't think he would be like this. Now, when you watch his tape, nobody was blocking him. Yeah, that that was that was you know evident. Nobody could block him. But to be able to utilize him the way they have, I think is 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 amazing. And you know when when he can, you know when he's on the field, he's really good. When he's not, they're not as good. <laughs> you wanna? Got that was the one. You remember something to say? About we're, gonna, we're actually
2: gonna play a little game. I'm gonna throw out some names, and I'm just gonna let you guys riff on okay. them and how they played. And actually, that was one of the reasons why I did is because Nick was losing his mind in the press box <laughs> during one series in the game. Cowboys are probably up by four touchdowns. I don't twenty-one know.
3: to nothing. Because <laughs> Dave <21 they've, laughs> even said it's twenty-one nothing. I said, right. Not anymore. It ain't because it was like right when Gibson scored. But I don't understand that. And Michael Parsons, go, Nick. I just – the guy's a beast. I mean, when he's on the field, he helps everybody. I, okay, get it. Lions need to rest too, whatever. Do they? The, I guess. Into the first quarter. They're driving. It's 21 nothing, and they're – okay, they're in the red zone. And, the, and he's sitting there, helmet off, and there's like three or four plays. And then the quarter ends. They go all the way down to the other field. Okay. Okay, get your guy, get your guy back in. No, he's still standing there. And they go and score a touchdown on a running back out of the backfield type play that – you know he he, he can he, he can make those kind of plays. I mean, I'm just not understanding that one. I don't get why this 22-year-old linebacker needs to needs a rest like that, especially after the end of the quarter.
5: Well, you don't know everything that's happening. I don't. Right? That's the thing. Like sometimes we might see a guy just on the sideline, and we're like, "What the heck? Like you should be on the field," but we don't necessarily know. Why he's sitting on the sideline? So, no, that specific he, no. he didn't
3: know either. We didn't know either. I mean, <laughs> he like, was not very happy with it. No, yeah. he didn't, didn't seem The Smoke with. was coming out of his ear. <laughs> and what happened the next time he was on the field? <laughs> he, he got sacked, sacked and he like hurt the guy. He <laughs> yeah, was like, sack. yeah,
4: yeah. I just, yeah. I can't.
2: Yeah, I can't bring myself to care. I, I
4: mean,
3: no. It's, well, it's you know,
2: honest, honestly, <laughs> and I told Nick, I told you this during the game. Like, what we don't know is. Was this a situation where they've been looking at his numbers and they're like, man, he's getting a lot of time on the field. We need to start uh, bringing and, him and back honestly, a little bit. And we got our other guys back so we can afford to do that. And so give him a series here and there because we really need to be at his best once we get to the playoffs. That right? is a
4: wonderful guess at the reasoning because Mike McCarthy cares about
3: that maybe more yeah. than yeah. anything. Yeah. And, and I'm totally fine with that until the red zone. Okay. And you want him back. Okay. Okay. That was cute, like all this you know midfield stuff. Now get back in there, you know,
2: but they, the other thing might be, like we trust our other guys. Now I know they got in, in zone that time, but they got a lot of their playmakers on this defense. They don't have, have to have him be the only guy to make plays, right? If,
4: so, if that's how they, like, yeah. if that's how they approach it in the playoffs, I'll be upset. Maybe I, yeah they did it was obvious from like the second possession that Washington wasn't going to win that game. Yeah. I was just like, okay, whatever you want to do. All right, let's yeah. move
2: on to the next one, Zeke Elliott.
4: What? Oh, uh, great, awesome. Nice. <laughs> Was he? Yeah, I thought so. He look. He's gonna. I think he's gonna be dealing with stuff for the rest of the of the year. Like you're just not. He's not gonna be as fresh as he would be if we had just landed in Oxnard, probably for the rest of the year. But every week he looks fresher and fresher. Yeah. Which, like, I don't i don't understand i wish we got more time with these guys like zeke always he's always great with us he's the first guy into the podium he talks for like five or six minutes but it's just not the same as when you can like pre-covid times when you can just kind of chill at his locker and sh- i i'm so curious at the idea of like okay every six days you're still getting beat to hell so how do you why do you feel better you know what i mean yeah, like it's, yeah. it seems counterintuitive but it's true like he he looks fresher. He looks like he's got a little bit more burst. Um and yeah, I mean the running game they they I mean they it it was a non-factor by their standards. Yeah. Zeke had 37 and Tony had 34. They didn't need to, but I thought he did the
2: stuff that you needed him to do. This was one of those games for me where the stats didn't say how how much I I thought Zeke played well. Mm-hmm. Like if you watched him run, he looked he had several runs where he looked like the the old Zeke. Like, he looked like the Zeke that can make things happen. Which, you hadn't seen that a lot of this season. But I thought there were some moments in that game. And you go back to the touchdown he had last week, you start putting those two games together, I'm actually starting to feel like, okay, Zeke, he must be feeling a little bit better because he's having some runs that look more like vintage Zeke. I'm quibbling, and I know this isn't what you meant, but like, up until the
4: injury, like, first six weeks of the season, he did look like that. Like, Ooh, yeah. He had a 50-yarder in one of the first four games of the year. Haven't seen that in forever. And that's what,
2: like, I don't know. We're talking about the injury period. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: I don't know if we're going to see him do that again this year. Right. But he's getting to the perimeter. Like, he's getting to the edge when he runs outside. He's getting to the second level. He wasn't doing
2: that against... Denver and New Orleans and some of these other games, and he's falling forward like yeah. that was the part that yeah. was missing from his game. That's always been a big part of his game is give me the extra two
3: or three once you get hit. We're starting to see that again now. Yeah, we saw that in the touchdown, you know, where he, he basically carried those guys into the end yeah. zone. That wasn't my favorite part of the play. I kind of liked Big Dog Lyle Collins just leading the yeah, way seen, out there. And <laughs> we he, hadn't seen that in a while either. After the game, I asked him about that, and yeah. he was kind of disappointed. He was cool. like, "I kind of," he goes. I wish I would have finished that little dude off and knocked him. Yeah, he wanted
4: another – I mean, people still tweet that clip of him against the Seahawks from, like, six years ago. He wanted to do that. He wanted
3: that. But let's also – let's remember, he's playing, you know, right tackle. He's on the left side leading the way. You got to, you know – to move your ass to get over there and get Which, out there like that—that's that. exactly right. Fantastic
4: play on his part, but that's kind of to my point. That's a counter play off of left tackle, so mm-hmm. you got to get to the edge, and then it's 11 yards. Expl- an explosive run is typically considered 12, yep. depending on who you talk to. But so that's Zeke getting to the edge and then getting downfield for a 12-yard touchdown. He wasn't doing that a month ago, right? So it's
5: crazy how. <laughs> Just, I keep imagining, the, uh, thinking about the game last night, and it's just amazing the way they played. And, you know, it's one thing people from the outside criticizing you and talking crap and all that, but it's another if you got your own teammates – talking crap to you and i'm talking about the defense versus the offense and the type of bet that they made between (laughs) each other so i'm i'm assuming that has a lot to do as far as like energy wise and the fact that everyone on offense just showed up from the get-go at the beginning of the game everyone was playing with a different kind of energy and i like to think that was the defense our own defense talking crap to them
2: when you start talking about Teammates talking crap to each other. I actually thought you were going toward the Washington. Base. No,
5: no, <laughs> that's the kind of bad crap that you don't want. We got we. There's the good kind of crap, yeah. which is what the Cowboys are doing. Good crap and bad crap. Yeah, good I crap gotcha. and bad crap. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. That that whole thing, and I, I was actually I started ridiculous. listening in because I like to do this just for fun. I listened into to a little bit of Washington sports talk this morning and it was just so funny listening to them talk about that whole situation and, and how it all went down. And I mean, obviously we've been there. Like you, if you're, if you're an NFL fan, your city's going to be there at some point where you are, mm-hmm. you know, your team is not playing well and something happens to where you're the butt of the joke, right? Uh, they are certainly the butt of the joke this morning from the benches to the the fight on the sideline like everything
3: right now says washington is a joke and uh, and they just got to deal with that well they you know the cowboys win the nfc east you know before the game starts and i mean i'm asked on our pregame show about you think the air is going to be kind of let out of this and i'm like i don't think so you know it doesn't doesn't seem like it but washington was the team that had something to really really play for you know they, they, they were desperate so, to beat a division rival like that, that was a desperate team needing to hang on to for the playoffs, and you've already kind of wrapped something up, I mean, that that's makes this win even more impressive.
2: Yeah. I agree. Cowboys are working some stuff out last night.
3: Like
4: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a frustrating month, and yeah. for nobody more than those guys. Yeah. And I'm positive that they're tired of hearing about it. And I bet. They're not the type of thing they want to say publicly, but they're probably privately pretty pissed that people like us talk about them like the sky's falling when they've won three in a row and they're 10 and
2: four. And so kind of, you know, crack your knuckles like, yeah, we're okay. That's also the interesting thing. Like whatever you can say about this team, they've shown us so many different ways of winning this year. They've won ugly. They've won some games that were defensive struggles. They've had some blowouts like last night. Like it's all over the map. They can win in a lot of different ways, which is again a very good sign for a championship caliber team. Is how how many different ways can you win? Because you're gonna have you're gonna be presented with different circumstances every game in the playoff against really good teams. Going
4: back to Nick's point about they can win. I mean, they can win the Super Bowl playing the way they did. I was thinking about this last night. You never know what'll happen, and obviously, it definitely it gets. Scary if you're talking about like going to a place like Lambeau in January. But every time I've ever covered a good Cowboys teams, 14, 16, 18, every year I was like, yeah, they're good, but mm-hmm. they're not as good as Seattle or mm-hmm. they're not as good as Green Bay or whatever. I can't guarantee they'll beat those teams, but I don't think that there is a team in the NFC that's definitively better than them. Nope. Yeah. There's all
2: it is is, and I was having this conversation with my nephews last night, there's one player that you're worried about. Yep. Everybody else, all the other teams, I'm like, hey, I'll take this team up against that team. Mm-hmm. I'll take this team up against that. It's Aaron Rodgers is the guy that you're looking at like, I just don't know because he's Aaron Rodgers. Everybody else, I, I feel yeah. like the Cowboys. I, I I think the matchup is good. I think the Cowboys got a real shot to beat them. All right, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we got some more names. We're going to run through some guys that stood out in yesterday's game. We'll do that when we come back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio.
6: to work hey jay that's my line (laughs) well not today get to work with a john deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget visit unitedaginturf.com
0: before there was a draft you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors the crease in his hat the bend of his brim and his unbending attitude a man stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him it projected a rugged unstoppable spirit stetson hats are still american made with pride right here in texas they're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com Cowboys. Back to the break. Your favorite
3: WWE superstars like Roman Reigns return to AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania on Saturday, at April 2nd, Sunday, April 3rd. Get your tickets For the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history, visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium.
2: Welcome back. Final segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the start, we're talking about the Cowboys win 56-14 over the Washington football team. We're going to wrap this show up, but starting tomorrow, we're going to start early getting you guys ready because we we have shows for uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. We'll talk about Arizona, and uh, Friday we won't be having any shows, so we'll try Hmm. to wrap this thing up by Thursday. Uh, so tomorrow we're going to try to get Bucky on uh, tomorrow and Wednesday and uh, see how New that New Year's goes. Eve.
4: Yeah, it's exciting.
2: I didn't. You I, didn't know. I no, told I, you. Either. You
4: never tell me
3: anything. What? Uh, I'm gonna kind of side with side with uh, Dave on this. I don't no, know. I
1: told you.
5: What you were supposed to tell
0: me? Oh, you. i was supposed Christmas. to tell you. Yes,
3: you were supposed Friday, to tell whatever.
0: your,
2: your
3: team. That's
2: what? why I'm looking at you like yeah. this. Fine. First, I've heard of. Anyway,
3: I'm excited. Nobody
2: said. And I've told you guys.
3: What about Beam? My
2: directors. Someone please do Can y'all beam. direct, How about please? Chris?
3: How about the producer? He doesn't even know. Uh, anyway, we'll be on. We won't be
2: having any shows on Friday. So everybody knows. We won't be having any shows on Friday. Five
3: days from now. We, we, go one, we go hour to hour over here. <laughs> That's it's true. That is we very true. Take it one day of a time. Of year. All
2: right, we got some more names we need to talk about. Let's talk about one Amari Cooper. He had seven catches, 85 yards, one touchdown. What do you think of his performance?
4: The irony is that... He he dropped like three passes last night. Uh, that's Un- uncommon for him. But it's funny because that's one of the things we've been talking about. And C.D. had a drop, too, which yeah. totally is offset by the work he did in the first half. I mean, he I think it was a pass from Cooper Rush. Who cares at that point? But uh, <laughs> He's like, why am I here? Wow.
5: <laughs> right? Yeah, he yeah he's like, like, what do you mean I, I got to go out, out there, If something happens, he's our backup. But <laughs> Come
4: on. It was... Uh, no, I mean, I, he played great, and they I, they can downplay it. I don't think they went into the game like Amari's got to get the first target, but they made a concerted effort to get him the ball, and I think that paid off. And um, it's just it, it's just emblematic of of everything that was clicking on offense that hasn't been. And it's just it's funny to me that they were clicking so well that it didn't even matter that they still had some execution issues.
5: Well, what's funny is that he was complaining about not getting enough uh, targets. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. thank you. I mean, there he is. But which that comment made me think, you know, I like to like sometimes overanalyze things and just like it gets in my head and I'm like, okay, um, are they starting to lose some kind of chemistry? You know, because we've been like, okay, all of these receivers are happy that each other are getting as many targets as, as they are and – no one is complaining or being a diva or anything. So that comment made me wonder. I'm like, huh? Oh, you know, can I keep an eye on it? But it seemed that it worked out fine, even regardless of those drop passes. Yeah.
3: You don't know how much I, lo- I love that play that they did. The in the Cedric first Wilson. Drive. I yeah. love that play. I think about that sometimes. I think they should teams college. They should do that way like, more like often. every game. Well, I mean, it. But, but what it does is that when you can catch the ball over the middle, the way the defenses are playing you, with you know, they're playing it back like that, it's there. And the most, the simplest part of that is for him to catch that pass, and he drops that one, yeah. kind of messes the whole thing up, you know, because it he wouldn't have got a first down, but it would have probably been like fourth and three, fourth and four. But it, it's good to have when you're going to play that kind of coverage to say, you know, and it was set up perfectly, you know, that he was he was there for it. I, I love the play. Just like I love the flea flicker, but it hasn't worked out so well <laughs> the last couple times.
4: That I mean, and Kellen every Monday watches tape from around the league and looks for stuff. And the Jets ran that a week or two ago, and then it, they got like 40 yards off of it. Yeah. I loved the decision to put it in. Yeah, you would think you catch a lateral, but no, I, I thought Amari was good. And that's... Um, like they didn't they didn't do anything different like they didn't they they weren't calling all these crazy plays that they haven't been calling that's what that's what made it so frustrating these last few weeks is like Washington was still playing a lot of too high like Dak found Gallup for 40 when he broke contain and extended the play but like playing within the script it was a lot of the same stuff i mean they just he was throwing better balls they were making better catches like CD comes to mind if he does that we said that last week, if he does that against the Giants, it looks way different. And and I so just little little tweaks. Guys
2: executing on stuff that they weren't before. Dalton Schultz, eight catches, eighty two yards, one touchdown. That's not two games in a row when he's been pretty pretty good. What are we thinking? I'm wondering how he feels today. He got absolutely yeah. blasted at the end of the first he half. He came back though, right? He did. Yeah, oh, yeah He
4: okay. no, he did.
2: But no, I so it just. The, I guess what I'm getting at is more, we can at least rule out concussion because he would not have been back on the field if it was a concussion. And I was worried that maybe it was a concussion, but I don't know. Stop it. Yeah, we can rule out the fact that it wasn't a concussion. He would not have been back on the field. I didn't it. say no, anything. No, I didn't
3: say anything. Okay, either. I just
2: was looking at that look on Dave's face. No,
3: because he did. Knows... Can
5: pop up later, though?
2: A concussion doesn't just pop up,
5: though, I, right? I don't
0: know how that works. No,
3: really I wouldn't think works. so. He came back. He said he's fine. I talked okay. to him. He said. He, he was fine. He said he got the, two No, he got the wind knocked out of him. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. That's that's. That yeah. was
5: a hard hit. It
3: yeah. a hell of an effort right. by him to hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because it was. It felt like, it looked like the ball was kind of squirting out, and he was just like everything he could to hold on to it. You know.
4: It's encouraging. What did he finish with? Dalton finished Eight for eighty-two.
2: Eight touches. catches. I,
4: I, I, we said it before the Giants game because he played well against the Giants too. Is like. Why isn't this here? If yeah. if everybody's committed to sitting back and taking the receivers away, where's the tight end? Yeah. And so it's and nice. he's a pretty
2: reliable target most of the time.
4: Yeah, and and he's stringing together some good games. I I'd, I'd have to go back and watch to know if he's always been there and Dak's just been overlooking him. And that is a plausible explanation. Yeah. And you go back to the whole aggressively take what they give you things like stop you don't have to force the fancy plays Dalton's hanging out right there between the hash marks
3: if he has decent games the next 2 weeks not nothing crazy just decent he's probably he's going to be close to he's going to have 80 catches for 800 yards wow and he's got six touchdowns maybe seven or eight but that's a great year for I him I think he's at like he's like 68 or 69 catches for over 700 right now but he's he's getting close to the 80 Eight hundred range. It's ironic yes. because, and I'm not saying this
4: is fair, but like he was um, he was fantastic for the first like six weeks, and then the Pro Bowl voting window opens, and he kind of drops off, and now he's going again. Now that the Pro Bowl teams have been decided, yeah. I want I wouldn't what I heard they have as many as like ten alternates.
3: Yeah, I'm Cowboys. I bet he might be one of them. Pitts and yeah. Kittle. Man, it's hard to.
4: No, that's uh, no that like the guys that yeah. got it. He deserved it more than Evan Ingram did last year. Yeah, the understand. guys that yeah. got named to the Pro Bowl this year are deserving. So I'm not saying Dalton got snubbed, but if he has two or three better games in November, he might have been in there. Right. All right the, so, the
3: same could be said for Dak and, and for Zeke and yeah. you know Demarcus. That's the next guy
2: we got on this list. Demarcus <laughs> Lawrence missed a lot of games, but what'd you think of his play yesterday? <sighs> he's
4: he's a beast. It's it's and I I keep saying this, but it's so impressive. The way that these guys have just kind of hit the ground running, like to miss to to miss two months and just—I mean—he's been phenomenal. He's played like an all-pro in every game that he's been back. Like I forgot that he got a sack too last night. Yeah, uh, it was he—it was like a pursuit play, and he kind of dragged him down at the line of scrimmage. But he's he's been disruptive and and dominant. I think not trying to take anything away from him, but it just makes a
3: world of difference that they you can't key on him the way that you used to be able to. Yeah. The the touchdown. I mean, that was an impressive play. But I do have to ask. Uh, and this is maybe what the, they're asking on that Washington show you were li- you were listening to. What was Heineke doing after on that touchdown? I didn't see that. You didn't see that. Uh, what was he doing? Uh, it looks like he was sliding into second for like a, a ground roll double or something. Or he wouldn't <laughs> slide into. He second. He just went down. He's like, "Don't hit me." He he, he just. It, look it up i mean like i like uh, i just watched it yeah like what what are we doing here like like everyone's focused on tank so you're like <laughs> is he gonna be in downs is he gonna score hes gonna score oh my god tank but if you just watch from the quarterback standpoint you're like what are you doing like that that, <laughs> that right a there tackle
4: you you're into soccer you're kind of a late a yeah. later life soccer fan that he's going like studs up slide tackle right there and like he looks like a defensive midfielder so i i don't know i, I don't know what that was but Thanks. I mean I guess I guess get him. Try to get him down any way you can. And I guess. Yeah. I'd rather my quarterback try to do something like that than like actually, you know, put his body in the way of Demarcus Lawrence. And, like you don't want that.
3: And at that point in the game, it was it was fourteen to to nothing. But you know the Cowboys' offense is. You watching this? I just, I just okay, slide in. right. He did. You're, slide in second. He's safe. Yeah, he's safe. Safe. Good, good job. Yeah. Yes, you, Demarcus you. is safe in the end zone. Yeah, and you're safe to, to play again, but. um you know, I mean, they have red zone issues. They didn't last night, but they—they've had some. Oof. And then, you know, the least they want to do is tackle him. You know, get him out of bounds, push him out of bounds, and then maybe hold him to a field goal or whatever. Yeah. But nah, didn't didn't happen like that. I I, think, I don't think he's very good. I'm sorry, Heineken? Heineke? No, I, I I know that there's the the Moxie toughness, all that stuff. Yeah. That works at Old
2: Dominion. He's playing better than you thought a guy that's coming in under those circumstances would play. That doesn't mean he's good. I think that's sometimes where we kinda get it mixed up. Like he can have a play or two and you're like, Oh, okay. But that doesn't mean he's good. He
3: had a baseball you know? night because he threw the ball into the, the first base like six times. Like yeah. the one. He, he was just trying to
2: get rid of the ball. Like yeah, he was he getting had no shot. Yeah, I really he was getting
4: just harassed back there. There's no way and I'm I'm not trying to say he's like not tough. He's definitely got a lot of moxie, but like he had to he especially with his experience at FedEx he had to have just felt hopeless yeah. standing like making those calls he's like oh my god like just don't stop it. don't hit me anymore before
2: he even stepped up to the to the last scrimmage he was probably thinking oh god this is not going to be good this <laughs> and they're, is
3: not going to be this is good. they're I'll, about to face it. i mean it's going to be a challenge now i mean yeah. like because this guy can run i mean yeah. kyler murray i you know i've i said what i said a couple of weeks ago he's not he's not my favorite quarterback in the yeah. world but i mean he's a great Athlete. Y'all see that run sure. last week? That that's just like the the one that where he ran for almost touchdown. I think
2: he got down to like the one, but he basically he went through the defense. He was scrambling. He goes through the defense, and you could just see the speed because everybody's running. But you know how you see certain guys running, and everybody else is running, but they're running way faster, and that tells you just how fast they are. It, Kyler, was, just, it was an amazing yeah, play.
4: He's... He uh, every time I've ever seen him play, like he has eight yards whenever he wants it. Yeah. It's just a matter of. Do I want to settle for that or look for the bigger play downfield? Yeah. And that's the Cowboys are uniquely positioned to combat that. I can't wait to see what it looks like because every time I've ever seen Kyler play mm-hmm. eight yards on the ground is is guaranteed if
2: he wants to yeah. do that. Yeah. And not then, to not to get too far into the conversation because I think that's gonna be the conversation we'll be having over the next couple of days. But I think the one this is the one game where I want to see how does Micah match up. Because mm-hmm. this is a game where you might be able to have the one antidote that no other team seems to have to him running, which is a linebacker who can spy him, who can run. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying he can run as fast as Kyler, but he can run. And so that's going to make for a really interesting a curse, matchup, too. I think. I think. Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting matchup in how Dallas uh, plans to play against him. That you know? plays off one more thing I wanted to say
4: about DeMarcus, and we touched on it last week, is like this This has to be the most freakishly athletic front that i've ever watched at least from like from a professional standpoint like the the athletic ability that these guys have like what randy did at fedex what demarcus did last night micah speaks for himself i mean i they're just there aren't a lot of offensive lines that can cope with that and there aren't a lot of quarterbacks kyler murray might be one of them but even and i don't want to get too far ahead of myself but like Aaron Rodgers has killed them so many times over the years by like extending plays
2: and you just can't get to him. They they can they can, wonder. They can, wonder. can do You're something right. about that. Yeah. And, yeah. and he can't move the way he normally yeah. would move with that toe. So yeah, there's there's a lot of intrigue Even as to how Dallas is going to match up with a lot of these teams down the down stretching into the playoffs. Neville
4: Gallimore too. Like he's he's not athletic on that level like a Micah Parsons, but like he's just a big dude who can move and move you also like collapse
3: the pocket i mean he's a
4: huge i think he's a really big part of what they've been doing since he got back even if his stats don't always show it
3: that's another thing about about heineke like he's he's shorter kyler murray is obviously short as well but he can he runs a lot better but but still when you're standing in that pocket and it's getting collapsed you become shorter. You know, those guys get taller, and it's a tougher throw to make. So Talk that's, about tipping passes. So, right. Yeah. So that's going to be the key in, in a game like that is just keep getting that interior pressure. Real
2: quick before we end the show, I do need to get some some thoughts from you guys on Kelvin Joseph. He got a lot of play last Good. night. What did you guys think of his play? I thought he was great for all things considered. Like, he,
4: he couldn't have known he was going to be playing that many snaps. He played 57. Couldn't have known that until Friday at the earliest, mm-hmm. maybe even Saturday. Um they put him out there. I mean, they didn't let him they tried to keep him away from McLaurin. I think that's a big part of Diggs probably traveled even more than he usually does, which is smart. Mm-hmm. But so he didn't have to go against McLaurin, but he also had to do more stuff. Like yeah. you're not just like, hey, Kelvin. He's traveling, that means yeah. I gotta travel. Kelvin, there. you're on the left side. Just worry about the left side. They didn't really do that. Um he should have had a pick. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't I'm sure he lost sleep about that last night, but I'm not gonna kill him for that. No doubt.
5: I was gonna say I wonder what they are actually doing different this year because I feel like most guys that have been out, when they come back, even if it's not for the whole game or anything limited or whatever, they seem to do pretty well. Like In the past year, I feel like guys that have been injured or out for a while, it kind of takes them a few games to get going. And this year, man, whatever they're doing over there, It's freaking amazing. And I am so impressed by the coaching staff. I am so impressed by the medical staff and everything, how they've handled. Because I can't think of a single guy that has come back and just had a – who? Maybe Dak? Oh, well, you gonna ruin my thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know what, though, as I say that, he came back. I am
5: you on defense. Though. Okay,
3: but you know what? You're actually right because when he came back, he was amazing. When yeah. he came back from a, a, in the Atlanta game, right? Yeah. No, no, he came we back against Denver. Denver first. Yeah. 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 Defense. <laughs> on defense on defense. Yeah, <laughs> they been That's good. He was good. <laughs> All right. All All
4: right. along a similar line. Just in general, I was so impressed, and we talked about Diggs. Obviously, he's the headliner. But I was so impressed by the secondary just bullied those guys, and that's – it's fun to see what the pass rush can do for a secondary. Like obviously you're going to have more opportunities at picks, but you also know the ball's got to come out so fast. They were just camping on every route last night. Like AB had at least two breakups. Diggs had a Diggs had that play on the crosser where he just like batted it away like Matumbo basically uh, jumped over him to do it. Yeah. Like it was it was pretty amazing. Kel- Kelvin had at least one. Like yeah. they just, they were ready for everything cuz they knew They knew it was going to be 8- to 12-yard routes because Heineke didn't have time to do more than that, and they were just
3: swatting everything away. They were really impressed. And when when the referees are going to call it that way, it's an advantage for the Cowboys because they certainly did. Both sides of the ball. We saw a couple times it looked like, I mean, some of those plays on Thanksgiving would would, would have been, I mean, arrests, not just penalties, but arrests against the Raiders. But in this game, they let them play. I think it benefits the the Cowboys for that because they're going to get their plays on offense as well. So if you, if you can get their hands on the guys like that, that helps Dallas. All
2: right, that's a wrap. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to get you guys ready for Cowboys versus uh, Cardinals. That should be an interesting game, fun game, a good game to be able to test kind of where this team is heading into the playoffs. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, and Amber Garcia, I am Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com
0: Radio.